Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Great. Thank you so much, Ray, Desiree, and Cindy. And welcome, everyone, to this evening's community event. And hello to everyone on ACB Radio. So hi, everyone. This is Clark Rockfall. I am the Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council of the Blind, ACB. Thank you to everyone tuning in this evening to learn more about voting and primarily accessible remote absentee voting here for the fall election. I will say it, and I will say it again, that November 3rd is not only election day, but it is the final day to vote this year. So please visit acb.org slash voting. Check out all of the information available in our accessible voting toolkit. And please make a plan to vote this fall, not only if you're voting in person, your transportation situation, I'm sure that you're registered, do your homework on candidates and ballot initiatives, have that plan in place. And then, of course, voting from home, make sure that you request your accessible absentee ballot before your state and locality's deadline and that you have a plan to complete it. And if necessary, print it out and mail it in. Which brings us to our topic this evening and our guest. Tonight, we are joined by Matt Pasternak. And he is a representative for Voting Works. And Voting Works is a company that makes an accessible absentee ballot solution that is being deployed in at least five states here for the upcoming election. And actually, in some states, it is not the upcoming election. It is the current election. So, Matt, thank you for joining us. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Great. And would you like to share a little bit more about your role at Voting Works as well as Tell us a, a little bit more about Voting Works. Sure. Um, so I'm I'm one of the co-founders of Voting Works. Um, we are um, we're a nonprofit, um, one of the only nonprofit providers um, of voting technology um, and election software. We um, are particularly committed to accessibility, um, to security, and making sure that election tech is um is simple and affordable um and accessible to all voters great and you have a special treat here for our acb members and listeners here this evening is that correct yes uh well uh, i don't know if you're referring to a demonstration of the system um but we we we, we are going to demonstrate the accessible vote by mail system or was there something different that you were thinking of Oh, no, I, I just thought that you were giving everyone an accessible voting system. But no, I'm just kidding. Yes, the demo. Um, and I, I could certainly ask you questions all night, but I think it's, uh, and unless there's anything you'd like to add, I think we should just go ahead and get to the demo and let our members ask questions. Because looking yeah, at the participants, well, we've got folks from Illinois, Massachusetts, Virginia, uh, and other states on the line here. Wonderful. Well, but before we get to the, before we just jump right into the demo, though, I would like to just, um, I, I, yeah, just to, I guess to provide a little bit of context. Um, what, um, you know, at, at a at a high level, um, accessible accessible vote by mail um, is critically important. A critically important part of um, of elections. Um, most states have not historically provided accessible vote by mail. 
um, also known as um, uh, electronic ballot delivery. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons that many states didn't offer it in the past was was the idea, well, voters could just go to um, a precinct if they wanted to. Well, that that's not true. Not all voters can just go to a precinct. Um, and voters, um, you know, voters who 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 choose to vote by mail are able to vote uh, from the comfort of their own homes. Um, and, you know, that same privilege should be afforded um, to all voters so that they can vote privately and independently. Um, the pandemic this year, obviously, has made it much more obvious that not every voter can go to a precinct um, and there should not be a special burden placed on voters with accessibility needs to go to precincts. Um, so we've seen um, a, a large wave of states this year roll out accessible vote by mail for the very first time. Um, and, you know, we expect that to continue um, and look forward to the day when all 50 states um, offer an accessible vote by mail option um, to, to, to their voters. That's great, Matt. And certainly ACB and our members have been doing uh, a ton of advocacy work, especially here in 2020. Uh, due, like you said, due to the pandemic, folks who it's either not safe to be in large crowds waiting in lines or who have trouble social distancing and uh, just in general who want to have equal and fair access to all government programs including accessible voting have been fighting for that right to have accessible remote absentee voting so that they are able to vote at home uh, equal to all other citizens Wonderful. And, and I would, you know, I would, I would add in two things. One is that this year there are some precincts because of the pandemic that are either being moved or consolidated um, in different jurisdictions in different states. So even voters for whom it might have been possible to get to a precinct that was maybe co-located in the building where they lived um, or very nearby in the past, that might be more challenging this year. Um, so this is an, an incredibly important year um, for the broad expansion of accessible vote by mail. And I would say, you know, the first challenge to getting accessible vote by mail adopted is certainly states deciding to go for it and, you know, pull the trigger, so to speak, and, and, and authorize accessible vote by mail. But even once states have done that, the, the next challenge is getting the word out. Um, and there are so many voters in, um, in, 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 in every state covered by accessible vote by mail who would benefit from this technology and just are unaware of it. Um, and so if there's, you know, one thing we can do that's more important at this stage in the game than anything else is to, um, let voters in states that have accessible vote by mail. Um, and I don't only mean that provided by voting works there, there, there are other, other providers as well, but voters in states that have accessible vote by mail, let them know about it. Um, so they can request it, um, because it's possible that, you know, even their local election official will not be aware of it. Um, and, and you can't take no for an answer. You need to find out how to get access. And that is, jeez, uh, you just described the situation in Virginia to a T. <laughs> so not only are uh, voting locations, in-person polling locations consolidating. Mine used to be right in my neighborhood at an elementary school. And now it is a greater distance away. And that's one of the reasons we encourage folks to make your plan prior to uh, the day of that you want to vote because you need to account for those changes and likely changes that took place um, and may have changed again and again and again. So it's, it's hard to keep track, but make sure you make that plan 
you have a system in place. And if your locality, like Virginia, does offer the Voting Works My Ballot solution, there's a possibility that your local registrars or election offices may not know about that solution or they received confusing guidance from the state. So please be persistent. Share your stories with ACB at voting at acb.org so that Claire and I have a record as well. Um, Again, this is an issue that affects all of us as well as the cross-disability community and Like Matt said, right now, the important part is education, and that's why I'm glad to be seeing folks from the Bay State Council of the Blind on the line who fought hard for accessible absentee voting legislation in Massachusetts. Uh, We have our Zoom host, Ray. I'm also seeing folks from the Illinois Council of the Blind on the line and many others. So thank you all for joining us here this evening to learn more about Voting Works. Are you ready for the demo? I am. Are you, Matt? I certainly am. Great. All right. Hopefully, I am sharing my screen, and here we go. Now, I know last time, Clark, you couldn't hear when I shared, but I'm going to play right now, and if you guys don't hear it in a few minutes, somebody say something. Voting Works logo. Image. Beautiful. Welcome to the accessible vote by mail demo. New customer. To access your ballot, enter your information below. First name. A-A-R-E-S. Last name. Edit. Last name. O. Date of birth. At zero one zero one one zero one five zero. Access pin. Five pin. Nine. Five. Zero seven six sign in loading page alert preparing your ballot portal loading complete hi charles welcome to the accessible vote by mail demo system we are glad you are here and hope that you find this to be a quick and easy process to access your ballot hi charles welcome to the access table your active elections mark and download your ballot table table famous name primary November 3rd, 2020, at level 2, table, table, instructions at level 3. To ensure your ballot is returned and counted, please be sure to download and return as early as possible, before election day. To mark your ballots, use the begin ballot marking button below. To return your ballot, follow the instructions provided with your ballot. Begin ballot mark. Building your ballot, ballot marking, official American ballot, famous name, primary November 3rd, 2020. These are the ballot marking instructions. Official, famous name, November 3rd. These are the ballot marking instructions. One of six, level one. Heading level two, bold, dark slate gray. Getting started, end bold. After you finish reading these instructions, click the continue link to begin. Heading level two. Bold review each contest or referendum and bold you will be presented one contest or referendum at a time. Read each one carefully. Heading level 2. Bold make selections and bold you may indicate your choice by clicking on the option or options you prefer. Be sure to only vote for the number of options you are allowed to. Heading level 2. Continue. Button. You are now on one of two total items. President of the United States vote for one. 
1. George Washington John Adams write-in write-in text box, group. George Washington checkbox unchecked. John Adams checkbox unchecked. Write-in checkbox unchecked. John Adams checkbox unchecked. Checked. Write-in checkbox, link. Next. Alad marking my ballot. Main landmark. You are now on two of two total items. American mayor vote for one. One. Roger Rabbit Elmo write-in write-in text box. Group. Roger Rabbit checkbox unchecked. Elmo checkbox unchecked. Write-in checkbox unchecked. Write-in text box. Edit. Cap B U G S space bugs U N Y. Link. Previous. Link. Review. Official American ballot famous name primary November 3rd, 2020. Please review your selections and press complete your ballot when you are ready. Main landmark. President of the United States vote for 1. 1. Unselected George Washington selected John Adams unselected write-in. Click to go back and change selections for President of the United States. American mayor vote for 1. 1. Unselected Roger Rabbit unselected Elmo selected write-in. Bugs Bunny click to go back and change selections for American Mayor. Group. Proceed to download your ballot. This will prepare your ballot for download and get you the necessary documents to return it to your local election official. But this is your printable ballot. Please click the print button to launch a print dialog. If you do not have a printer, you can save the ballot to a PDF from within the print dialog. Official American ballot. Download return instructions and documents. Print ballot button. Print ballot marking my ballot. Alert. Loading preview. Print button. Cancel. Da download. Download return documents. Button. Loading. Loading complete. Alert download complete. Ballot return instructions. 4. PDF. Press shift plus F6 to cycle to the downloads bar area. It looks like that's it. Stopped. Yep. Yeah. All right. Great. Thanks, Matt. Um, before we open up to Q&A from our attendees, uh, I would like to kick things off here. So thank you for um, that video and providing that demo. demo. Th Cindy, thank you for uh, loading and playing it. Um, so, Matt, it sounded like everything is very nicely tagged and... The ballot's easy to navigate. There are check boxes. There are edit boxes. Um, tell us a little bit about the process used to navigate the ballot. Is it standard keyboard controls using tab and the arrow keys? Yes, um, as well as it, it, it's, um, it, it, it can be used uh, in combination with uh, specialized devices that, that voters possess. Um, so there's some voters um, who are unable to use the standard, uh, standard keys of the keyboard. Um, and they're able to plug a um, assistive device into their computer and use that instead. Okay, great. Um, and then there, towards the end of the ballot, you know, it's always great that there's the option to verify one's ballot, uh, just to double check, make sure that we voted in the races that we want to vote or on the ballot um, the items that we want to vote and verify the proper selections are made. Um, and then the, the option was to print. And of course, that's a, a big issue nowadays. So we have the electronic delivery of the ballot. And it sounds like from this demo, you log in and then 
you access a an election portal um, where you receive your ballot. And I guess let's start there. So is this when you access that online web portal, are you completing the ballot um, over the Internet or while online and connected to that portal? Yeah, it's a good question. No, once you once once you you need to log in to access the portal um, using credentials, uh, you know, using credentials that that you know, like your name and date of birth, in, in most places, as well as um, a jurisdiction may give you a specific PIN code uh, in, in order to access the portal. Once you've logged in and accessed the ballot, um, the ballot it just exists locally on your computer. Um, so you know you could. Your internet service could be turned off, um, and you could still proceed. Um, you could, you know, once you have the ballot on your computer, you could mark the ballot. Um, you could print the ballot. Um, it does not need an internet connection once you can see the ballot on your computer. And by it not being connected on the internet, um, by having the ballot stored on my computer when I complete it, or any voter's computer while the voter completes it, do do you does voting work? works you know does matt pasternak personally have access to my ballot yeah it's you know it's it's a it's a great question uh, the answer is very simple the answer is no um so you know because of the way this system was architected um all you know once once the voter is marking a ballot on a computer on a personal device um all of the, all of the, all of you know all um all work to mark the ballot all of that is offline um, and so no one on the voting work side or anywhere else could ever see how the voter marked the ballot. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really important distinction from how some other systems work. Great. And then we're progressing right down the, the process here. So once I have completed the ballot or a voter has completed the ballot on their personal device and they've verified their votes, um, the option that was given was to print the ballot. Um, so uh, talk with us a little bit about why voters must print the ballot and why there is not an option to return the ballot electronically, um, like is available in some jurisdictions and for uh, uniform and overseas military voters. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. Um, basically, um, you know, the, the security community is, is virtually unanimous in its opposition to electronic ballot return uh, today. Uh, that's not to say that won't change in the future as we make new tech technological advances. Uh, you know, the speed of tech development is always uh, is, is always astonishing. Um, but but today, um, there are just not good enough ways to prevent attacks on the system um, if voters were to return the ballot electronically. Now. That's the consensus opinion of the security community or the near consensus opinion of the security community. Um, however, notwithstanding that, some states and some jurisdictions do allow electronic ballot return. Um, and there are certainly advantages um, from an accessibility perspective uh, for, for um, voters. Um, but many states, I, I believe the majority of states, uh, do not allow electronic ballot return. Um, and, and the issue is, is so important from a security perspective that they might not allow accessible vote by mail at all if accessible vote by mail included electronic return. So I think what is, um, what's, what's really nice about, um, about the entrance of, of, of the voting work system is now, 
um, states really have a choice. Um, if they uh, do not want to do, if they want to do electronic ballot delivery, but not electronic ballot return, um, that's exactly what the voting work system enables. And, um, you know, you're not going to find security advocates contesting the adoption of this system. Uh, they'll be, they'll be perfectly thrilled um, that voting is more accessible and can reach more voters. Um, and they won't see any, you know, they won't see this creating any security vulnerabilities for the system. Um, you may see other states that allow electronic ballot return. Um, and again, that may have certain accessibility advantages for folks who, um, who, who, who have difficulty printing off and mailing in a ballot. But you will see in those states, very strong opposition from the security community to the point where the states may get sued and unable to actually implement accessible vote, an accessible vote by mail system if it allowed for electronic ballot return. So, you know, there are not easy answers here, but you have to balance those trade-offs. And I think the fact that multiple options are available is, is a good thing. Yes. Thank you for that um, that explanation. It's certainly a sticky wicket when it comes to our uh, accessible voting advocacy and something that uh, we we've have encountered multiple times this year. Um, so again, thank you for the, the demo and for my questions and to ensure that our members have ample opportunity to ask questions. Ray, I will turn it over to you. Thank you, Clark. And uh, by the way, uh, we asked about that here in Illinois, you know, do the military and overseas get to do theirs electronically? And we were told no. And uh, uh, in our case, uh, our state is working off of the voting works platform. We're using the same platform that those voters use. Anyway, if you'd like to raise your hand, ask a question of um, Matt, uh, you can do that. If you're on a PC, you use Alt-Y as in Yankee. If you're on a Mac, it's option Y. If you're on the app, uh, this is webinar, so you have a raise hand button on your screen. You do not have to hit the more button. And finally, if you're on a regular telephone, it's star nine to raise your hand. Um, what will happen is I will allow you to talk. I'll go right down the list. And when you're allowed to talk, you'll get an indication, except if you're on the telephone, uh, an indication that you can unmute um and uh here we go the first one up we have is doug hall doug hall you can unmute and talk sir good evening you can hear me okay yes um i live in florida and as you know florida is one of these states that does require voting on paper um we've been working with the state for over two years to certify mail-in mail-in voting uh that's accessible and finally they did certify one company uh, we negotiating with negotiated with the 67 supervisors elections here in florida and the result is that five counties were chosen to be a pilot county for this november's election using accessible voting the other 62 counties are required to have accessible mail-in voting by march of 2022 now my question for you is have you and if not why has of uh, i i noticed that voting works is not uh has not been certified by the state of florida do you know why have you have you applied for it it sounds very similar to the system we have right now that's been certified um i'm curious to know why voting works has not done it and since 
since all the counties have to have accessible voting by March of 2022, um, is Voting Works planning on requesting certification in the state of Florida? It's an, it's, it's an excellent question. Um, voting Works is planning on requesting certification in the state of Florida. Um, we, were, we were told uh, by the state that every county would be able to select um, <laughs> select the accessible voting system they wanted to use. Um, that, that might not be the case. Perhaps we were misinformed or perhaps we misunderstood um, what, what the state was telling us. Um, but our impression was that most of those decisions, and it sounds like this is consistent with, with what you've heard, most of those decisions would happen after, um, after this general election in November. So, well, okay. Well, basically what it is, a system has to be certified by the state before any county is allowed to use it. Yeah. Um, anything. Yep. Uh, however, once the state certifies it, then they, then they get out of it. Then it's up to each county if they choose to do it. Yeah, um, exactly. And then the state's refusing to spend any money on it. So it's up to the county to come up with the money to pay for it. But anyway, so there's 60, now there are five counties that have been chosen to, to do this accessible voting this coming November, the rest of them by March of 2022. Um, now, like I said, we started working with the state to get certification two years ago, and they yep. finally did it this past July because we sued them. Yep. Um, so I'm wondering um, if... I'd love to see um, Voting Works to go ahead and submit the application for certification as soon as possible, because one of the things I'm hearing from the supervisors is that there are other things out there. They will do it, but they want to know what else is there. So they have the option to choose what they would like to use. So I'd like you to get moving on it. uh, Of course. And I'll just add, you know, in in any buying situation, um, you know, no one, no one, you, you never want to buy something when there's when there's only one supplier um, because you're afraid. Well, what if they charge too much? I don't have any other choice. So um, it makes perfect sense that the counties would want to see a competitive market. Um, and um, yeah, and 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 we fully intend on certifying in Florida. Um, it was again just a question of timing, and we needed to prioritize states that were going to do full state implementations for November yep. just because the timeline is so short. But yes. Uh, we, 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 we are uh, well aware of the Florida certification requirement and intend to comply. All right. Sharon, Great. Sharon Strakowski, you can unmute and talk. From the great state of Massachusetts. Okay, Sharon, you should be able to unmute. Um, I've allowed you to talk. So, Sharon Strakowski, I'll call on you one more time and then I'm going to move on. Sharon, going once. Going twice. I'll keep your hand up there. And Sharon, I'll keep your hand up. Maybe we can come back to you, but. Oops. Hello. There's Rick. Okay, there you are, Rick. Yes. You, can, you can talk. Yeah. I, was curious, I was curious, how are you handling assuring that one gets the appropriate ballot that uh, – for his jurisdiction and also like in my neighborhood, for example, there's even a division for the uh, house of delegates. Uh, And so um, I was just kind of curious how you handle that. And also when one uh, votes, can, can you trace your ballot and 
also is the ballot discernible? I know you printed out. Does that make that ballot discernible? You know, can you pick it out from the others? In, in other words, would it be possible if you were the only one that voted using that in your district? Uh, could your ballot be identified since you printed out? Is the paper different or different size or whatever? Uh, th those are those are excellent questions. Several um, great questions there, um, Matt. Would you mind taking the um, how do you ensure voters get the correct ballot for their jurisdiction? Sure. Uh, so voters get the correct ballot uh, because um, uh, whether it is the state that uploads the ballots or localities that upload the ballots, uh, the, the ballot styles, um, the election officials are responsible for uploading all of the possible ballot styles into the system. And, and once a voter is authorized to vote in the system, the voter has to be assigned a ballot style. So, you know, theoretically, an election official could send you the wrong ballot style, just like a poll worker handing you a paper ballot could hand you the wrong ballot. But again, that would be that would be very unlikely. Um, you know, in, in almost every case, the election official, like the poll worker, would hand would hand you or would send you the correct ballot. Um, and you know, and you would get exactly the ballot that you want. Just one one quick comment as far as uh, identifiability of the ballots. Um, in most states, the ballot that is sent in, and you can track it as it's being sent as it's being sent back in. Um, but in most states, um, then once the ballot is received, it is copied onto a different uh, a different form a, a, a different ballot card essentially that is scanned in the scanning machines. Um, at that point, it would not be there would not be no way to differentiate it from any other ballot. So the anonymity of, of the vote is complete. So Matt, when I when a voter at home prints their ballot, mm -hmm. um, is that printed ballot similar to the ballots um, at the polling location? Okay. Uh, so it, it's a, a great question. Um, so today. The it would look different from uh, from from you know from from a, a, a bubble ballot basically that would be available at the ballot location. But then again, before it was scanned and tabulated, it would be you know hand transcribed with you know someone from each party watching. So there's no no uh, funny games uh, around the transcription. Mm -hmm. It would be transcribed onto you know a, a blank ballot, um, but before it's fed in into the machines, but, that would not. And actually, my understanding, uh, Clark and Matt, is that that's what happens a lot of time with absentee ballots anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that that's what yes, happens. with provisional ballots. Yes. yes. Yeah. Now, I, I will add, or I will note, and, and this is not true today, but but in the future, um, you know, voting works beyond uh, beyond doing providing accessible vote by mail technology. Um, also provides the technology for scanning ballots and for tabulating ballots. Um, huh. And for increasing ballot marking devices, so in the future, um, you know, a ballot, a ballot that a that a that a voter marks in the computer once printed out um, would look identical to a ballot, say that a ballot marking that a voting works ballot marking device produces. But again, that's something that would be in the future. That's not true today. All right, and Matt. W one more question on this uh, topic: When a voter prints out their ballot, uh, do they need to do anything in terms of sizing the ballot or do they just hit print and their printer goes to town on a eight and a half by 11 yeah. Uh, yeah, standard exactly. piece of paper? Exactly. The voter would just need to hit print, uh, does not do about sizing the ballot. Um, and, you know, the printed page is going to show all the information. The election officials will need to transcribe the ballot. Mm -hmm. Good. All right, Ray. All right. 
Mary Haroyan, you can un you can unmute and talk. There you are. Okay. Th okay. Great. Thank you, um, Matt. I when you were doing the demonstration, I'm not sure if I heard at the end. Was there? I thought I heard something about PDF or download. Was after or shortly after where it talked about printing. Did I not hear that correctly? Or is there a PDF option to set it up as a PDF and then save it on your computer? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So it can be, it can be, it can be, you know, printed um, or it can be set up as a PDF on the computer to be print, you know, it could be, you could transfer it to um, a storage device and print to a different location or something uh, if, if you prefer. So even if you don't have a printer available at that moment, um, it, it is still possible to, at some other point, print out that ballot. And, uh, and Matt, I'll throw out a question here. So in that case, if a state allowed for a return ballot by email, you could theoretically save that PDF and return the ballot by email if your jurisdiction allowed that? Um, the theoretically, again, we, we, we have no, we, we, would, we, we, we would play no role in the process um, at that point. So okay. you know, one thing that's, that's very important for jurisdictions receiving ballots um, is that, you know, when, when the ballot goes back in the mail, it will, you know, go in special envelopes. And so they, you know, they basically, the jurisdiction knows, you know, what's, what's coming. Um, and so um, if the jurisdiction has set up a system to receive ballots by email and authenticate the voters that way, um, you know, that's theoretically possible. Um, but again, you know, the, the, the ballot does not display, you know, does not right. display the identifying right. information. Yeah. All right. Linda Faust, you can unmute and talk. Linda Faust, you should have a control to unmute yourself on your device. Um, Linda Faust, going once. Linda Faust, going twice. Um, Linda, one more time. Okay, just a reminder, folks, when I allow you to talk, you get an indication that you can unmute. And you need, to, if you, you want to speak, you can unmute. If you do not want to speak, uh, you can stay muted, and then we'll move on to the next one. So, uh, so, okay. Ibrahim Khalil, you can. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. So I currently have two questions. One is I started the online voting process. I registered to do the uh, mail ballot, and they sent me the uh, verification thing in the mail, snail mail. And then uh, they told me I had to fill another form to get uh, a mail ballot. I'm just wondering, like, what the next step I need to do is I'm getting a little confused in the process, I guess. Which which state uh, are, are you? Ma in? Ma Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, so I, I would well, I would recommend if others on the call have more information, please speak up. But I would I would recommend uh, Massachusetts has a, a central coordinator um, for the for accessible vote by mail, um, and uh, I, there's both an email address and a phone number. So if, if you have a pen or a pencil, I can tell you the phone number. Um, um, can you hold on for one minute, please? Uh -huh, absolutely. Sure. I have. The gun. Uh, I. I didn't know that. So, you know. And I do it with him. And and the 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 the
I am going to go down. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to um I'm going to give you somebody to take it down for me. Is that okay? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Mom, okay. Hello. 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 So yeah. the, the phone number uh for the accessible vote by mail coordinator for Massachusetts yes. is 617 Yes. 727 2828. 617 727 2828. Exactly. Um and and the person from Massachusetts will be able to walk you through every step of the process. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yep. All right. And okay, we have next uh uh Kim, you can talk. You're unmuted. Thank you, Ray. Um, thank you, Clark. And this is Kim Charleston from Massachusetts. And I'm very pleased that there's quite a few Massachusetts folks on this call because um, just yesterday afternoon, um, the circuit court um, issued a judgment that um, Massachusetts voters with disabilities can um, submit our ballots electronically. for the upcoming November 3rd election. So we will be able to send our ballots in via email. Um, I'm not surprised that Ibrahim is a little confused because that ruling just came out yesterday. Um, prior to yesterday, the process would have been that you could, you could vote by mail, but uh, you, know, you could vote with your computer using the Voting Works system. And, but then you had to print your ballot and go through the process. So as of basically yesterday afternoon, um, we have a slightly new process that includes being able to email um, your ballot um, to the um, accessible vote by mail coordinator that Matt was talking about. Matt, what I wanted to find out, and I think I'm becoming a little more clear, about the role of the local election people versus you know, your role because you are the, the distribution mechanism and what the local officials input into the system is what we, the end user, are going to see, basically, um, as far as the, the words or the instructions or that sort of thing. Um, is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... So then in for our ability to email our ballots on November 3rd or prior to November 3rd, um, we have a kind of a two-step process. First, we, we get our ballot through the Voting Works system. We mark our ballot, and then we finish our ballot by selecting um, the Create a PDF, um, which Mary picked up on in the demo. Mm -hmm. So... So there, we've done part one. We've create, we've voted and we created a PDF of our ballot. And now our ballot, the PDF file is on our computer or in our phone or whatever system we're using. Um, but we also are going to have a second step, which is going to be the affidavit of, of for the voter. We have to... fill out the same information that's on the yellow envelope that would be the outside envelope for anyone who was using traditional vote by mail mm -hmm. and sending their ballot back where you've always heard that you have to sign the envelope before you mail back your ballot if you were doing vote by mail. 
So the, um, the affidavit that is what they call it. And it does ask you, um, I think it just asks you basically your name, your address, and that may be all I, f- I filled it out this morning. And I don't even remember it was a test. I was testing the secretary of state's form this morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this doesn't come off of voting works. This is where I get a little shaky on the system. Yeah. Um, is that in the voting works system and it will be yeah, available no, it's, to it's, us or it's, it's, is it an email? It is. Okay. I'll let you answer. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a great question. Basically um, again, you know, the, the, the voting, the voting work system is designed to allow the voter to mark the ballot. Um, essentially offline. Once the ballot is marked and either a PDF is created or, um, you know, or, or, or a, you, know, you print out the paper ballot, but either way, um, at that point, the next steps in the system are going to happen outside of voting works. Um, okay. So I was actually unaware of the court decision. So thank you for <laughs> mentioning it um, and, 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 and making us all aware. Um, you are right that it is definitely a late breaking decision, mm-hmm. um, but I would encourage you know, every voter, every voter using the system in Massachusetts to, you know, call the number that I provided. Um, there is also an email address, um, AVBM, short for accessible vote by mail, but just the initials, AVBM at the at symbol, um, sec.state.ma.us. Um, so there's a special email address and there's a phone number, um, and I would, uh, I would contact the state because, um, again, the email part would be happening outside the voting work system. And I would not want any, you know, I'd want the state to explain exactly how exactly. Yep. those, I'd, I don't want to provide any misinformation. Right. No, I, I, what, what is going to happen is when they email us our pin number and the, the link to get into voting works to get our ballot, my understanding is that email will also have the attached PDF form that we have to open up and fill out. And then that'll be something that you have to return. So you have to be able to save that PDF and then you attach both PDFs to your return email. So it's, so there are steps and, and voters who use this electronic process will need to follow those steps. So, um, the Bay State Council of the Blind is having a conference on Saturday, and we do have a speaker um, talking about voting, um, a little bit about the um, judgment that came down yesterday, and also about this process. So um, if anyone needs information about that conference happening Saturday or the Zoom link to connect with that conference, um, you can certainly reach reach me, most likely, um, at kim.charlson at perkins.org. Most Massachusetts folks know how to reach me and I'll be happy to provide any additional information, but um, we are pretty happy about it. And Clark, I will send you um, a release soon. Um, I got interrupted this afternoon and forgot to send it to you. So, but I will get it to you so you can get it onto the website. Please do. It looks like we're all learning something new here this evening. So yes. thanks, thanks for those questions and great. thanks for sharing, Kim. Great, great job, guys. All okay, friend. we have any more? Uh, two more. Raised? I got st- okay, I got two great. more. Uh, Lynn, we're going to try Linda Faust again. Linda, you should have an indication that you can unmute and you should be allowed to talk. 
Linda? Linda, Linda, Linda. Okay. Linda, I'm going to skip past you. Uh, there seems to be some problem with your audio. So we'll go to Sharon Struck. Sharon Strokowski, you should be able to unmute and talk. Sharon, you should be able to unmute and, and uh, talk. All right. Well, while Linda and Sharon uh, try to figure out their audio, I'll just say a, a final call for raising hands and questions. And in the meantime, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in here on Zoom as well as on ACB Radio. And Matt, thank you so much for providing additional information for ACB members and our broader community about the Voting Work My Ballot and Accessible Vote by Mail system. Uh, if folks have any additional questions or would like to learn more about Voting Works, uh, is there any... Is there a website you can share, or is the demo available on YouTube or somewhere like that? Yes, yes, the, de the demo is, is available on YouTube. Um, the, easiest, the easiest way to, to learn more is to go to our website, which is voting.works. So V like Victor, voting.works. Um, and then you'll see a list of uh, options at the top of the screen, one of which is accessible vote by mail. If you want to get there even faster, it would be voting.works slash AVBM for accessible vote by mail. Okay. And uh, Clark and uh, Matt, I, Abraham, I did see your hand up, but you had, had, you had a chance to speak, and I wanted to make sure that other folks who maybe haven't had a chance to speak uh, uh, did, but there's no other hands up. So, Abraham, if you'd like to stick your hand back up, I'll be glad to take your your, any last point there or comment that you want to make? Ibrahim, Ibrahim, I'm sorry. We're going once, going twice. Okay, no hands, Clark. All there right, Ray. There's, there's Abraham. <laughs> you got in there right in the end. Abraham, you can un Abraham, I'm sorry, you can unmute and talk. There you um, are. I just wanted to say thanks for clarifying that voting thing in Massachusetts because I been struggling with them for the last couple of months just back and forth with the town hall so that was very helpful so thank you yeah well great thank you so much for your questions here this evening Ibrahim and everyone else thanks for joining us and please check out acb.org slash voting and we'll be sure to post the latest voting news from Massachusetts that Kim just shared as well as other states like the recent court decision in North Carolina, as well as Kentucky, uh, so that folks are up to date on the latest voting news. And once again, thank you to Matt Pasternak for joining us this evening from Voting Works. To learn out more, please visit voting.works, um, a new type of website address. I always want to add a .com at the end, but it is simply <laughs> voting.works. All right. Well, again, Matt, thank you so much. And thanks to everyone on ACB Radio. And Ray, thanks for hosting us here this evening. Not a problem. Uh, glad to do it. And, uh, you know, it's one of the things I think we're learning is that uh, this is this stuff is changing rapidly. So certainly uh, watch, uh, keep up with ACB. And uh, Clark, you want to give that uh, address again if people want to share their voting stories? 
Absolutely. If you want to share your voting stories, good, bad, or otherwise, please email voting at acb.org. Again, that's voting at acb.org. All right. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, And I'm grateful for the work you're doing to educate voters um, about how to vote um, privately and independently. And Desiree, thank you for streaming us. And uh, I'll I'll say good night to everybody and uh, have a good one.